0: silly gooses welcome back to another edition of the midweek breakdown presented by my two cents podcast hosted by g2 i am g2 i am here to talk to you guys for about a good 10 15 to 20 minutes about a topic or just anything today specifically i wanted to talk about succession now for people that don't know what succession is succession is an hbo show you can watch it on max i'm going to be talking about the whole entire series from season one to the last and final season season four where they just wrapped up um, their final episode this past Sunday, so be warned, this is going to be spoiler alerts, so if you have not seen Secession, pause this, go watch the series on HBO Max and come back here and hear me talk about, well, Succession. So there's your warning. Now, I'm about to talk about it. Secession is about a family, uh, the family's called the Roys, it's about the man on top of the mountain, Logan Roy, whose family owns a media conglomerate called Waystar Royco and under him is his sons Kendall Roy, Siobhan, better known as Shiv Roy, Roman Roy, and Connor Roy. Connor Roy is kind of the eldest son but he's not really too much included into the series as much. He gets his parts in here or there but he's not into the family business. He's more off doing his own thing while his other siblings are off working under their father. Now, Adding on to the siblings, you have Cousin Greg, who's introduced, I believe, middle of Season 1, beginning of Season 2. You got Tom, who's the husband of Shiv, who works at the company. Um, He ends up becoming basically the lackey, the stooge for the whole entire family, and basically anybody, because he just wants to keep his position in the family and in the business as the series would progress. I mean, this whole series is literally about backstabbing it's about backstabbing and it's all about who's going to come out on top because in season one the whole season was about getting to know who the roys were when we introduced to the roys as i said before logan he's shown as the powerhouse the just titan that he is because he's been in the media game for so long and he knows what he wants when he wants it underneath him is his sons kendall and roman who's working at the company kendall is working underneath his father as his right-hand man, but he has his own agendas. He wants to take the company into his own vision in Season 1. Ron Roman, he's just basically the playboy. He's the laughingstock. Not laughing laughingstock, but like he's the guy that you call in for him to make a joke, and he doesn't take the business so seriously. While their sister, Siobhan, she's more into politics. She's on the opposition side of her family with the political views. Like, if we go into real-time aspects, this is more the Logan Roy and his company fits more of a Republican view, while the daughter, she's more of a Democratic view in her opinions and her uh, viewpoints. So, as season one would progress, we get into that because she's trying to help out a political candidate who is trying to trash her family company, and at one point, while she's in a car ride with her candidate. He starts trashing her family company to her face. She doesn't really appreciate it that much. And ultimately, they get into a little tit-for-tat in the car, and she ultimately quits. So she quits being a consultant for her candidate, and she ends up working for the family business. That's usually what happens anyway. If your family has a big business and you always got something to lean on, you always go back to the family business whenever you're, something that you want to do doesn't really pan out for you. So she goes to... Uh, waysar Roy Co here and during the first season, Kendall is trying to undermine his father to the point that he even calls a meeting in their boardroom for their father to try to get ousted. They're trying to kick his father out and he wants to replace him as the head and lead the company, as I said into a new future underneath him. but that plan doesn't go anywhere. he doesn't make it to the meeting nothing but New York traffic jam, by the way, I forgot to mention that, Secession is based off of being in New York, so you know the hustle and bustle of New York, so he doesn't make it, and he tries to give his vote on the cell phone, but he wanted to do it in public, but when he gets there, it's already too late, they already voted that Logan stays in position, and when he does this, Logan kind of fires his son, so his son's basically non-manyan, he's out of there, he's on his hands and feet, and he's just by himself. Ending to season one, Kendall, he's down on his luck. He does some drugs with, I believe, somebody that works at a party that the Roy's are having. He ultimately gets in the car with the guy, and they drive off into the water. The passenger ends up dying in the vehicle. Kendall uh, escapes. The father, Logan, he ends up Knowing about it, he covers it up, so he tells Kendall in a safe, secret meeting that I know what you did, my son, I covered it up, you're all good, Kendall starts breaking down, he goes over to his father and hugs him, so now as season two plays in, Kendall is the right hand man again, but he's more of a legit lap dog to his father because he has to be gracious to what the father has done for him at the end of season one and he can't really fight back to him, so basically anything that his father wants, he gives it to him, or at least tries to give it to him to the best of his ability, while Roman and Shiv, they're kind of poking fun at Kendall for this. They don't know what happened, but they're poking fun at Kendall being the lapdog to the father. And in season two, we have Logan trying to take over another company. He's trying to make a deal with another rich aristocratic family. That family isn't trying to let go or make a deal with Logan because they feel that Logan's company would be toxic to their family company that they built up. So they don't feel like selling that company to Logan. And in the end of season two, we start coming out to see of allegations of Logan's company doing some shisty, nasty stuff. On a cruise, and those reports start coming out to the world, and it's talking about a cover up. And now we get the government into it, and we ended up getting uh, the Logans getting questioned under the Senate Congress, leading to there needing to be a fall guy. And now we got people just scrambling about who's going to be the fall guy, who's going to be the fall person. And it all comes down to Logan telling his son, Kendall, that he needs him to be the fall guy. Kendall looks at his father, and he understands it. So they have a press conference set up for Kendall to take the fall for it. Greg still being the underling, being the new guy, being involved into the family business. He goes besides Kendall to make sure that Kendall gets the job done and does what he's supposed to do. And Kendall, he goes up there, he says a couple words, but he ultimately goes against what the father wants, and he says that the father knew all about it. Waystar knew all about it. And he basically buries the company, saying that this was a cover-up by my father and the people in charge. And the family, they see this, and you see Logan having a little smirk on his face, because earlier in the season, I believe season one, Logan tells his son, Kendall, you do not have the killer instinct. So when Kendall kind of pulled the rug underneath his father at the end of season two, he proved to his father that he has a killer instinct, and Logan was kind of a little bit happy about that. So then we get into season three, where now it's all about, are you going to be on the side of Team Kendall, or are you going to be on the side of Team Logan Roy? So it's father versus son for season three. We have the sister Shiv. She's kind of in the middle, but you see that she more focusing on shifting over to Team Kendall, while Roman, he sticks with the father because Roman always wanted to be like his father, but he can never, ever manage up to being his father. As I said before, Roman, he's all about kidding, having a good time, making cynical, even sadist-style jokes, while Logan, none but serious business, get the work done. And you have Kendall, Shiv, Greg on this side. Tom, he's working under logan so he's on team logan so you have that nice little split in the family we ultimately in season three we get a family meet up at connor's house connor being the oldest son of logan he's able to get everybody together they have a therapist in there they get to express all their feelings of how they say logan their father was not there he was absentee dad or he was a harsh dad to them. And Logan's not trying to hear that. He was always about business, getting a job done. And in that therapy session, you see how being constantly about business can hurt your family. Because yes, you are trying to make a business. You're trying to build up a generation of wealth. You're trying to build up a company that you can leave behind when you're dead. But at the process of it, you are denying your kids access to you. You're denying your kids that loving stability that a kid is supposed to get from a family. So that's basically what we are seeing in this therapy session from Logan, Shiv, Kendall, Roman, and even to a point, Connor, when he pops in. So that's season three. But at the end of season three, we get Logan. He's trying to sell Waystar to a guy named Matson, And Matson is a tech guy who comes, I believe, from Sweden. And Matson is trying to buy waystar now by season three the end of it we see this coming to fruition and kendall shiv and roman they're not trying to have that happen they're trying to keep the business in the family they're not trying to have that family business get sold off to another person logan he's trying to get the deal done and in the process of this you see at the end the final moments of it you see all three of them say hey we're going to have a Family meeting. We're gonna have a council meeting with the company and the business. And Logan's told them that nope, that's not gonna happen. You guys lost. That's not gonna happen because what else is out there? If I don't sell the malison, then what? What other person is going to try to give me this amount of money for this? So Logan's all about the money aspect, so he can basically sell it and basically live out the rest of his life comfortably, at least in his words. And in this moment, we see who betrayed shiv kendall and roman because they were trying to make that secret coup of saying they're gonna have a team business like meeting to kill the deal but it was tom who ends up telling logan about it and remember tom is the husband of shiv so when they see logan talking to tom after logan gives his kids the business and tells them, nope i'm selling it you guys lost you guys suck he walks over to Tom and he kind of pats Tom on the shoulders and Tom just looks at the kids and he just looks surprised to see them. And you see Shib's face. She looks surprised that Tom even told anything to her father. So this sets up season four where now the deal's in motion. Logan's trying to make the deal and sell it off to Matson. And in season four, we get the unthinkable. They kill off the big character. They kill off Logan Roy. They kill off the father. So now by episode three, they kill the father off. And now it's truly a rat race to see who is going to be the top person at the end who's really going to lead the family business, because now the deal has not been made. The deal is still in jeopardy because anything can happen. And in season four, you have Kendall, Roman and Shiv to a point kind of trying to kill the deal. But Shiv, she's trying to backdoor her brothers because now she's thinking in her head, okay, if we kill the deal, who's going to run the company? And they're not going to give it to Shiv to be the head person to run the company. They decide that it's going to be both Kendall and Roman. You got Roman, who is the screw-up in the eyes of the company, in the eyes of the corporation. And then you got Kendall, who in the eyes of the company is a backstabber, who is a guy that is manipulative, who's tried to the company from underneath his father at the time but they're still willing to give the company to both of those two brothers instead of the daughter who has been there from season one but doesn't have any real like business savvy underneath her so they find that's the best way to go about it so Shiv knowing this she decides you know what I'm gonna make my own deal she tries to work with Madsen she works with Madsen to say here's what we're gonna do here's how we're gonna made this deal go through without her brothers knowing. But this is where Cousin Greg kind of comes in because Cousin Greg from literally season three, two, four, he has been the fly on the wall that people just constantly doesn't like really pay attention to. Like they know he's there, but they still talk about business in front of him. Like he is a peon and he's an idiot and like he doesn't know what is going on. But as the seasons from season two, three to now four, Greg has become the literal secret puzzle piece that really screw up a deal or make a deal go through. Because he, as I said, is the guy that holds all the information and he knows exactly how to leverage that information to any person that he wants to make a deal with that is best benefit for him. And he usually talks to Tom. Tom and Greg, they are good. They're good buddies. They make this alliance pack with each other since they're technically outsiders from the whole family clique. Those two stick together from literal season two to now four. Now we have Greg making little side deals with Kendall, making side deals with Shiv, making little side deals with Roman, Tom, and even talking to Madsen here and there. So Greg... He has the puzzle piece towards the end of it because he tells Kendall about Shiv talking to Matson, And once Kendall finds out, Kendall tells Roman and now you get the two brothers ganging on the sisters saying, how dare you do this? How dare you try to kill our deal? How dare you try to make this deal go through? And in season four, we have that dilemma. Is Shiv going to side with the brothers, or is she going to still try to work on her deal? And she decides to still work on her deal with Madsen. So we have that for season four at the funeral, which I highly suggest you go and watch uh, episode nine, I believe, of the fourth season. It is the funeral, and Roman, the man who plays Roman, uh, Kieran Coakley, he puts on a masterful art of showing you how someone breaks down at a funeral, because He, throughout season four, whenever they find out their father dies, he tries to keep it together, but you can tell he is an emotional ticking time bomb, and it basically just lets off at the funeral he was supposed to give the eulogy for the kids, but once he gets up there, he starts fumbling his words, he starts just breaking down, and he just starts losing it at the podium, making Kendall and Shiv go up there to console their brother, and he... At one point, hits a line asking, is he really in there? And they are saying, yeah, dad's really in there. And he says, can we just get him out of here, please? Can we? And he just starts, literally starts freaking out. And they have to calm him down, sit him back down. And Kendall has to step up. He goes up there, performs the eulogy. He shows that he is the right successor. He is the guy to run the family business. If this deal does not go through with Madsen, if their plan really works, he's the guy. And he's showing it to everybody at the funeral uh, podium. He's showing it to everybody that he is the guy. And he even gets a pat on the back from the people as the funeral is done, saying good job and all this. So this leads to the final episode of the series, where now it's time for a business meeting and you, now you have all the shareholders there, and you decide whether you want to kill the deal or make the deal go through, and you're rather on Team Kindle side, who wants to kill the deal, or you want Team Matson side, who wants to make the deal go through, and Matson buys the company. Now, in the final episode of the series, you have Kendall, Shiv, and Roman, they all talk together, and Shiv thinks she has the vote swinging in her way, in Matson's way, where Matson, he buys the company, and... Shiv, she gets to control the American wing of the company. Now, Greg, he calls up Kendall to give him information about Matson, saying, hey, he's going to screw Shiv. Shiv's not going to be a part of the deal. He was just using her. So Kendall relays that message to Shiv. Shiv's upset. She thinks he's lying. And now Shiv's trying to make calls everywhere. And she ends up believing that Matson's going to screw her out. So now we have the agreement between Kendall, Shiv, and Roman that they're going to vote as a block. And now it comes back to, okay, who's going to run the company if we're going to kill the deal? And now the three play the game of, okay, why is it going to be you? Why is it going to be you? Why is it going to be you? And they eventually come down to Kindle, and Kindle is the chosen one. Because they understand that, listen, they, the business, will understand Kindle being the guy. Even though people might not like Kendall, Kindle is the one. While, as I said before, Roman, he's a joker. And Shiv, they don't really trust Shiv because of lack of business experience. So the brother, Roman, and the sister Shiv, they anoint Kendall as the guy. And they say that we're going to be backing you as we go to the deal. Now it's time for the conference meeting. It's time to see who's going to say yay or nay to killing the deal. We have is now down to six and six. And it's all down to Shiv. And when it gets to Shiv, You see Kendall with a smile on his face because he knows he has his sister's vote of confidence to kill the deal. But Shiv, she just starts looking away. You see her start questioning herself about is she really going to side with her brother or not? And then you see her get up, leave the conference room, go off to another room. Kendall, he follows her. Roman follows them. And now we get the real confrontation between Kendall, Shiv, and Roman. And Shiv just tells Kendall that she does not feel confident in him being the leader, him running the joint. And now we get Kendall's real emotions coming out saying, How dare you? You guys said I was going to run it. What's wrong with you guys? And Shiv, she's not feeling it. Roman, he says, Yep, I, I hear you, but nah, I can see her side. I don't, I don't, I'm not signing with her. Especially when Shiv starts saying that you killed the guy. So now we get the re-emergence of Kindle's killing of the said guy in season one. And Roman, he didn't know nothing about it. And Roman said, what do you mean? So Kindle said, which one? So now you get Roman saying, so you killed more than one. So Kindle is going into defensive mode. And he's saying that didn't happen. None of it did happen. And now you have the scuttlebutt between Kindle getting confrontational with Roman because Roman calls Kindle a half-blood and Kendall doesn't appreciate that. He gives Roman's face, starts grabbing him at the face. Shiv tries to leave the room. Kendall grabs Shiv. Roman grabs Kendall to get him off of Shiv as Shiv leaves the room to go back to the conference room and casts her vote. And Kendall, he knows that his whole dream has gone crashing down because once he gets it back into the conference meeting, you see a lot of the board people have already left. It's just Kendall, Frank, and some other people. And Kendall say, we need to... Uh, just hold on to the voting. We need to just count it off for a different day. Frank tells Kendall, it's already too late. It's 7 to 6. The deal's going through. Your play didn't work. So Kendall is back at season one again when he failed to take the company away from his father. He ends up failing at the end of season four. The season finale, the series finale, he is literally back where he was at the end of season one. He's now down on his luck. He doesn't have nothing, and he's just who he is. He's failed. He will now feel like a failure, as now Madsen, he has the company. Madsen has Tom being the face of the company, but Madsen's going to be pulling the string. Shiv, she's married to Tom, so she's kind of has power in her pocket now, and Roman, well, he goes back to being the playboy, but now... Instead of being the playboy who made sarcastic jokes, he now has emotions. He now has feelings. And that's how season four, the final season of Secession, ends with the kids not having no power except for Shiv adjacent. And Cousin Greg, he ends up on top, again, with Tom, because he's cool with Tom, and Tom is saving Greg, because Greg, he kind of tried to kill the deal, but that deal going through, and now he's being saved by his buddy Tom. So Greg, he comes out on top. Once the naive guy when he was brought into the company, but now being the most key component of the whole strategy of Secession, literally. So Secession is a wrap. I thoroughly enjoyed this series. I wish they wouldn't have killed it after this season, to be completely honest with you. I wish they would have just gave it just one more season just to see how it all comes down, because now that the deal's gone through, where does this leave all of our characters? We know Kendall, he's at rock bottom. Is he going to try to scratch his uh, way back to the top from the bottom? Is Shiv going to try to muscle Tom out of being the CEO of Roman Waystar in the American front? which she try to just be the wifely, duty doubting wife for Tom? Is Roman going to be more mature? I don't know. I would have just loved to have seen it. But hey, they give us what we got for season four, but I cannot be mad at it. The season was good. The series was great. I highly recommend everyone, please go watch the session. I was able to cover like the big things, but there's some small intricate details that I was not able to cover because I wanted to give you guys basically... The whole entire season, from season 1 to 4, in a small, condensed version. But again, there's are small, intricate details that I forgot to cover. But again, Secession, great series. Please go watch it. It's on Max, and I would highly suggest you go watch the series. Now, with this episode out of the way and in the books, before I get to the song of the week, I would tell you guys that I have a Sunday episode out. If you did not listen to it, it's called Questionable Behavior. It is out right now. And also, if you like professional wrestling, I have... The latest pay-per-views covered in my Night of Champions, Double or Nothing, and um, NXT Battleground is all in one episode as well up there right now. So, now with that piece of business out of the way, the song of the week for this week, it is Kanye West All Falls Down. I feel that this song perfectly embodies secession, especially Kendall Roy, because his plan all just went up in smoke from Season 1 to Season 4. So, without further ado... All fall down by Kanye West Oh
1: it yeah all falls down This the real one baby I'm telling you huh. heart heart down. Up. Oh, South down. side South yeah, side we don't down. set this party y'all right West, you, side. West side West side we don't down. set this party y'all right oh, Man down. I promise She's so self-conscious She has no idea what she's doing in college That major that she majored in don't make no money But she won't drop out of parents or look at her funny Now, tell me that ain't in insecure The concept of school seems so secure Sophomore three years ain't picked a career She like, get it, I'll just stay down her and do it Cause that's enough money to buy her a few pairs and new ears Cause her baby daddy don't really care She's so precious with the peer pressure Couldn't afford a car so she made her daughter a yeah, and so long that it looked like weave Then she cut it all off, now she look like Eve. And she be dealing with some issues that you can't believe. Single black female, addicted to retail as well. Uh. And when it falls down, who you gon' call out? Come on, come on. And when it all falls down, man, I promise. I'm so self-conscious That's why you always see me with at least one of my watches Rollies and postures that drove me crazy I can't even pronounce nothing Pass that for safety Then I spent 400 bucks on this Just to be like, you ain't up on this And I can't even go to the grocery store Without someone that's clean And a shirt with a team We live in the American dream The people highest up got the lowest self-esteem The prettiest people do the ugliest thing the road to riches and diamond rings We shine because they hate us Floss because they the greatest We trying to buy back our 40 acres And for that paper, look how low we stoop. Even if you in bench, you're a bench, you still in the Come on, come on And when it falls down, who you gonna call now? Come on, come on And when it all falls down who Police, that side I treat them. We buy our way out of jail, but we can't buy freedom. We'll buy a lot of clothes, but we don't really need them. Things we buy to cover up what's inside. Cause they made us hate ourself and love their wealth. That's why shorty's hollering where the ball is at. Drug dealer by Jordan, crack kid by crack. And the white man get paid off for all of that. But I ain't even gon' act totally other than that. I went to Jacob with 25 now. Before I had a house, and I do it again. Cause I wanna be on 106 and park, wishing the bands. I wanna act for all the it like it's all terrific. I got a couple pass through bills, I won't get specific. I got a problem with spending before I get it. We all subconscious, I'm just the first to admit Yeah, come on, come on. And when it falls down, who you going call now? Come on, come on. And when it all falls down, Southside. South side, we gon' set this party y'all right. West side, west side, we gon' set this party off right. Shot town, shot time. we gon' show them how we get down. I'm telling you, just like a safe belt, save saved my life.